Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Shamina Smith is here. Hi, Shamina. Hey, Jesse. How are you? Love having you on the show. Love your choices. And it's always something new to me. The studies show is first up today. Yeah, so this is a relatively new one. It's a weekly show um, hosted by two British science writers. And it's all about scientific controversies. So um, two hosts, Stuart Ritchie, he's a psychologist and writer. He's written a lot of science stories for the I newspaper in the UK. Mm. Um, And he's alongside a guy called Tom Shivers, a science writer for a publication called Semaphore. And so each in each episode, these two um, cut through the hype about current science stories that we're seeing in the news headlines. They look beyond the sort of sensationalist reporting that we might see about scientific studies, and they explore what the science actually says, which often kind of boils down to it's complicated. Mm. Um, and a lot of the time, nuance and complexity about scientific findings can get flattened out when they're, you know, being communicated to it in a more simple um, way. Um, and and it's also alarmingly common to do bad science. That's another thing that I've taken away from listening to this podcast. Um, yeah. And they really explore that really well and how, how that sort of thing happens. Um, Do you ever come across a guy, Ben Goldacre? He used to have a column in The Guardian called Bad Science, and he came and did a speaking tour here in New Zealand. Really fascinating. R- really Fascinating the, the sort of the, I was going to say the tricks that headline writers use to turn a sort of a mild scientific result into something newsworthy. I suppose we're all guilty of doing it, but it's good to at least know what to look for in an article about a, a study. You know, to look where it's been reported, um, to look at the sample size, to you know, to to try and understand what a a fifty percent increase in risk actually means. It's it's good stuff. Yeah, no, and I and I mean, you know, it's not just reporting. It can also be like press releases sent out from institutions, for example, that um, that may communicate a scientific finding in a in a way that um, you know there is a lot more nuance to it. Oh, than yeah. you Actually, talk to the to, to the author of the study, um, and so they kind of you know they explore some of the incentives as well around why you know that sort of thing can happen. That like often researchers are a bit more incentivized to, you know, produce a study with statistical significance. And that can like, that can kind of lead to um, um, various practices that are not, you know, an ideal way of, of, of doing a study. There's an ep out yesterday you're interested in. Yeah, so that was, yeah, just a fresh one came out last night about the link between, or the purported link between smartphones and mental health. Um, so this is an area that I'm pretty familiar with myself because of the work that I do in tech policy. And I can say that they did a really great job of exploring the complexity in researching this area. Um, and so, you know, like the, the episode is, is really long and it gets into a lot of detail. But like a big thing that they talk about is establishing a causal link between phone use or social media use and mental health actually really really hard for lots of different reasons um you can't just point to a graph that shows 
depression has skyrocketed among teen girls after social media became ubiquitous and say, look, there's your causal link. It's actually, you know, much more complicated than that. And so they get right into, you know, this episode, like all the other episodes, they get right into the nitty gritty of why stuff like this is really complicated to study. Um, what do the high quality studies show? Often something quite different to low quality studies. Um, and also how it can be easy to manipulate research findings towards the kind of preordained conclusion. Great stuff. Uh, and it's called The Studies Show, if people are interested in looking it up. A couple of British science writers, Stuart Ritchie and Tom Chivers, looking at scientific controversies and, I guess, areas of disagreements. And then you're going to tell us about Things Fell Apart. Yes. So the new season of Things Fell Apart, um, which is an excellent show by John Ronson, um, the writer. Um, this Love John Ronson. He's so great, isn't he? I yeah. love him. I love him so much. So I was very excited to see this new season, just all all of the episodes all drop in one go um, earlier in January. Um, and so what this show does, he's, he's done a lot, lots of different podcasts, but this one in particular, it shows, it explores origin stories of various parts of the culture wars. So by that, I mean the conflicting um, ideological battles that we can see play out in politics mm. and the media and particularly social media. And so this new season has a particular focus on the pandemic and lockdowns. And Ronson argues that this really prompted um, new battle lines in the culture wars to be drawn. And um, so he makes the case throughout the season that this you know, extraordinary moment in history that we all experienced where a lot of people's civil liberties were curtailed for, you know, health crisis, um, meant they were spending a lot of time at home and online, and this created new directions for culture war battles. Um, so he traces the origin of things like COVID conspiracies, gender identity controversies, panics about Antifa and more um, in each episode. Yeah, what I like about John Ronson is he um, he doesn't sort of tend to get involved in the culture wars himself. He's not setting mm. out to say these guys are bad, um, these guys are good. It's more just a kind of a curious inquiry about where some of these ideas and, and people have come from, right? Yeah, exactly. He's really, really thoughtful and, like you said, quite curious. Um, and so what this can often result in is these really quite interesting um, conversations with people and he asks them uncomfortable questions but in a really quite gentle way um, you know and like that can often actually get you much more information than if you go in like super um, confrontational and um, you know um, adversarial like he actually is yeah like um, gets gets to people's motivations in a way that I think you yeah. wouldn't otherwise if you were... He yeah, comes up alongside them to rather than going head to head. Um, yeah, like George... Louis Theroux, I think. Like yeah, that, yeah. that vibe, yeah. Uh, Louis Theroux, possibly a little more mischievous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, that episode on George Floyd sounds interesting. Yeah, so that, um, this one, I think like this is a great example of, um, you know, what... Um, what he does with each episode is that, you know, you've often heard fragments of these stories or, you know, the top line summary of it, but you don't know the deep history of the leading, events leading up to it. So 
The one about George Floyd, it traces the origins back to, in fact, a spate of deaths of black sex workers in Miami in the 1980s, which then led to the rise of a new bogus mental health diagnosis, and then that had impact on police training that then persisted today and directly relates to the George Floyd case, which is like just completely fascinating. Like I had no idea about any of that backstory. So yeah, he really sort of carefully threads his way through history up to the present moment um, with loads of interviews with people who were there at the time something happened, which I think also um, make, makes the show more powerful as well. Thank you very much. Great to chat to you, and um, we look forward to your next review in a few weeks' time. Shamina Smith, cheers. Thanks, Jesse. Um, I talked to John Ronson in May last year, and he was talking about Carol Howe uh, and her connection to the Timothy McVeigh bombings. It was uh, an audible series, the debutante that he created, if you're interested in my chat with him. Uh, John Ronson, no H and John if you're looking him up, J-O-N-R-O-N-S-O-N. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.